0: This is the Coming Home podcast with John Allen. Okay, here we go, three, two, one, and welcome everybody to this episode of the Coming Home podcast with John Allen. Lisa Cooper, hi, hey there, yeah, I'm so happy to join you.
1: Well, yeah, I'm so happy. To, I'm so
0: happy to have you, and um, <sighs> you are literally one of you know when when I started this podcast in in the in the run up to starting this podcast a little over a year ago, about 15 months ago. I had a list of people who I said, yeah, if I can do it, I would love to talk to (laughs) him and her and her and him. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. your name was in that little handful of names. And call me procrastinator, call me, I don't know, shy, whatever that is. But it took all this time until now uh, mm-hmm. before I could ask you and, and get you on. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to have you here.
1: Yeah, I'm honored to be here. I, I think also podcasts have uh, obviously within COVID, podcasts have been sort of a, a recognized uh, communication medium, but I think you've taken it uh, and just run with it and really given us a, a really good diversity of different people and stories and and doing great work. So happy well, to you. be here.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying the, the, the fallout from this, you mm, know, mm, um, mm. like you said, I've gotten to talk with a lot of interesting people. I've learned so much over these last 14, 15 yeah. months. So let's see what I can learn from you. You know, yeah. I can remember way back when I first came here. I don't know exactly when, but I remember seeing you on TV, mm. on the news, talking about things. And I'm like, wow. There's a, there's a place for us to be heard. And by us, I mean Americans in Norway in general, and more specifically black Americans in Norway, um, because there aren't that many of us. Um, and we do have varied backgrounds. So it just it it just felt good to see you on the news talking about the things you talk about. How, how did this happen? How did it how did you come to be an American voice in Norway?
1: I think it uh, it was a very instrumental, a very good friend of mine uh, who was very active in Democrats Abroad. This was before Barack Obama, so we're talking what 2007, I think, yeah. who uh, who who just suggested to me that I get involved in Democrats Abroad, that uh, I could be a powerful voice there. And and politics and American politics have have always been an interest, but I have to admit I really wasn't. Half as knowledgeable about American politics then as I am now, and uh, they just suggested to me that I, you know, volunteer and 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 to be perfectly honest, uh, the. the, the one of the main reasons I was asked to be on TV so much was because I was one of the only ones that could really speak Norwegian. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. and the others and Democrats abroad. And but but I also think what became very quickly apparent uh, was this direct link with me and Barack Obama, uh, because he uh, obviously was the the candidate, yeah. and to have. You know, an African-American talking about another African-American became very, very, a very powerful media picture.
0: I remember Uh, how, how mm. much chaos, not chaos. Well, yeah, chaos, but in a comfortable kind of way, an interesting kind of Mm. way, Um, a loving kind of way, when it became known that this black, relatively Mm. unknown black Mm. American guy is going to run for president. And Norway went wild with Mm. that. Mm. And then here you come. Yeah, but, but, but I think it was, uh, you know, because there, there were so
1: many different things that were happening at once. Yes. One was, you know, the immigration uh, and diversity in Norway was becoming more and more salient. You know, we're getting more and more uh, immigrants uh, because when I first moved here in, in 1989, there were 2% immigrants. And at that time, maybe there were 12, 13, uh, uh, yeah. it was becoming more salient for for businesses, and and then you know everyone always looks to America yes. uh, in, yeah. in Norway uh, for 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 uh, obviously uh, you know not only you know, from, from business aspects from the climate, but, but but also as as kind of uh, what should one say. Uh, you know that that leading star, yeah,
0: yes, and, yeah, and I yeah. think
1: uh, you know, and everyone knowing, you know, the racism, the history of slavery, and and understanding sort of the 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 uh, the, uh, the, the the you know just how strange it would be that sure, American have sure. an African American as a president. Yeah. You know, it, it became a fascination. Yeah, it, it became. Uh, you know, something that I think uh, even even Republicans uh, oh, yeah. w- were a little bit in awe because oh, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget after after Obama won Republicans uh, abroad in, in Norway, the, the chair and the vice chair just came and gave me a hug and said, wow, I mean, even they were proud, you know, it's, so it became sort of a... Uh, a journey of uh, of how far we can go. Yeah? Well, I think a lot so, of people. Mm-hmm. I think
0: a lot of people try both back home and here in Norway. They try to downplay the importance of President Obama being President Obama. That was mm-hmm. such an important moment uh, in in the United States. And then knowing how engaged Norway is with American politics, yeah,
1: it, 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 yeah, it, it, yeah it's just yeah. so
0: easy to forget what a big deal that was.
1: Yeah. I, it yeah. was, it was hugely important. And I think it was, it was, uh, it was very motivating. Yeah. It was uh, at the same time, you know, we also now, now see the fallout. Yeah. We, yeah, we now yeah. see what, what sort of happened in the back room and, you know, yeah. the reaction to it, but, but it, you know, and, 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 and the themes of hope and change yeah? Yes. Yeah. Were, were just so powerful that, that it, it was, you uh, it was a phenomenal campaign, and and really a phenomenal four years that ended up being eight years, and uh, and uh, and I was I I have to say I was lucky. It was it was a space there that was open.
0: And, uh, well, you you said your friend said that you would have a powerful voice in Democrats abroad. What mm-hmm. were they thinking? What what um, what were your qualifications mm-hmm. to be that potential powerful voice? Yeah. Which by the way you were you you are you are a powerful voice for American politics here.
1: I, I think it was also because I was working with diversity and inclusion. So, so, so that, you know, having the first African American that I was better placed to be able, or not better, or just uniquely placed, I sure. should say, you know, to, to be able to to help people understand how amazingly significant yes. this yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and and not only for Americans, but really for, for the rest of the world, to, you know, to, to see that minorities, you know, representation is, is you know, if you, yes. you can't be it, if you can't see it, as we right. say it, yeah. you know, as... And as kids say, so yeah,
0: so it's uh, I've always gotten the impression, like I said, that Norway is very involved, they, they really pay attention to American politics. And along those lines, I'm getting the impression that more and more Norwegians are more and more disappointed with America because of American politics. You mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, uh, you said something about the fallout mm. of you know the results. Kind of, Mm -hmm. of of Mm -hmm. Barack Obama Mm -hmm. becoming president. Um, Would you say that that fallout can be personified in the Trump administration?
1: Mm, oh absolutely but but i think it's important to understand what they're disappointed about i think that, that tell what us what do you disab- think they
0: what do, what do they mean when they say they're disappointed
1: because i, I think what they, they, they see how quickly the shift was from someone like obama to someone like trump i think that the disappointment is that you could fall for the uh, you know the, the white supremacist after yeah. you've had a, you know an african american <laughs> you know th- they're disappointed that the rest of the american people didn't see this they're disappointed that uh, that you know the, the systems didn't understand uh, what was going on, I, and I think that you know the, obviously the disappointment is is was dire after four years under Trump. Sure, you know sure. having to uh live with uh, because norway as a country you know had to uh, you know it was on the other side of all the you know what yeah. trump did f- for in the humanitarian context what, what yeah. he did in the climate what he yeah. you know you know he he made pretty lasting significant <laughs> changes what he did in the middle east in israel so so it was uh i think the disappointment was how uh, how 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 uh, quickly one could change direction yeah because it was a rather abrupt
0: change it was very abrupt
1: yeah, and I, and and I think also you know even though there's always been an American you know Democratic and Republican political agenda, there's always been sort of a, a common American yes. agenda. Yeah. But with Trump, there wasn't. You know, with Trump, it was it was whims and and fancies and 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 you know other you know Russia and Korea it was the you know and and Turkey and it was yeah. the authoritarian, which I think really disappointed. Uh, you know, not only Norway, but I would say really, the, you know, the rest of the world. Absolutely.
0: Yeah? Let me, let me ask you this. Were you surprised about this abrupt turnaround from, mm. from Obama to Trump? Did it surprise you? Because I, 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 I when it originally happened, I, I was shocked. My jaw hit the floor when that man won. Mm, mm, uh, my, mm, my jaw hit mm. the floor several times. It hit the floor when, uh, not when he announced, I I mm, figured that was mm. just some kind of, Hollywood game he's Mm. playing. But my jaw hit the floor when he actually started getting popular. My jaw hit the floor when he won the Republican nomination and my jaw Mm. hit the floor Mm. when he beat Hillary. Mm. But but very quickly after he began his presidency, I started rethinking to the point where I came to the realization that I shouldn't be surprised Mm. because Mm. isn't... Didn't his administration personify an element of the United States socially and politically that has always been there? Hmm. If we think yeah, about absolutely. it, shouldn't we not really be that surprised? Absolutely. But, but I think at the same time, we've
1: never seen it in uh, so overt. You know, I would always say, you know, there's always been a racist element. I'm yeah. sorry, my family is suddenly sending SMSs, so I don't know if you can hear this ding, ding, no, ding no, no. from the state. But,
0: but you know what? Let me say this, though. I can see from the f- picture, the video feed, that your Internet is really varying in strength. So if you get cut out, if your internet goes out, um, you'll see that my server is uploading the, um, the video don't hang up, just let it fall out, but you'll see that it will continue to upload the video. And then once that process is done, then we'll try and hook up again. So I'm just, this is preventive in case the video. And preventative
1: medicine. Okay. Gotcha. 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 But um, yes. So so back to the question. Was was I surprised? Uh, I I think uh, I was in shock actually. I was I mean, for I a was, while. I was. I was truthfully in shock and i think uh four years i think i I lived with an an anxiety and that uh that is a little inexplicable because it was like this daily need to to read i mean i'm not kidding my my morning routine is is to (laughs) to go to to go to the new york times i i i I go to the american news before i go to the norwegian new york times to read my twitter feed to read what he said and to you know to listen to my to my favorites it was this you know this obsession with uh, trying to follow you know what was going on in and also being in pure disbelief uh, yeah at, you know at, at really the systemic damage that he's attempted to yes. do and and also the 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 you know, but I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm sorry to use such accolades when I speak, but, but I am a staunch Democrat, you know, that I think is, four years under Trump has been a
0: little bit in shock. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? It has been shocking, and, and for anyone, you know, everybody, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, you've got to admit this has been a shock. Now, mm-hmm. I, I get mm-hmm. it. I understand that people wanted a change. I understand the appeal of a non-politician, but. What I don't understand, at the same time as I'm going to say I don't understand this, I'm still not surprised. I don't understand how people can get behind someone who is obviously toxic, obviously mean spirited, obviously racist. Um, look, look at it this way: If you're a Republican and you have to spend so much time defending why your president, why you don't think your president is is a racist, then he's probably a racist. Yeah. If yeah, but, you have but, to spend so think, much time. But I think time...
1: also what, what scared me in the end was also the, the realization that I came is that, yes, I have the same reflections that you did. But then yeah. I had there also the reflection is that maybe there are that many Americans that are really racist. Yeah? Well, that
0: many. there's at least that many Americans who are willing to tolerate racism. I don't believe that every mm-hmm. Trump mm-hmm. follower was a racist, but I do believe that every Trump follower at the very least didn't think mm-hmm. that his racism mm-hmm. was that bad. You I truly and, and, that.
1: And, but i think it, it, i'll never forget when trump when when uh, when obama won I, I think even for myself i realized uh, demographics yes are
0: how,
1: how important they are you know and i realized that you know it's really the changing face of america that elected trump or, or i mean that elected obama and uh and 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 it is also the changing face of America that has created Trump,
0: yes, yeah? yes. that has
1: energized his yes. base, that has energized Republicans because they are so afraid of losing power. Yeah.
0: Well, I, and I don't think that, um, you know, you, people cannot say that Trump won because most Americans wanted him to win, because that's not true when we look at the, mm-hmm. um, the numbers. mm mm-hmm. um, now I can't remember the numbers, but it was there were several million more votes that Hillary Clinton had than Trump.
1: Three and a half. But I but, think, I, yeah. but
0: I do believe that Trump won because of some very uh, some very prominent weaknesses in our election system, mm-hmm. namely the Electoral College.
1: Absolutely. I Absolutely. also believe
0: that this man won because Democrats got lazy. Maybe Democrats got a mm-hmm. little bit arrogant. Yeah, you know, I would say crazy.
1: we 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 were a little confident. Yes, we really thought that uh, he was he was so far out there to yeah. the right that you know there was no yeah. way that this could happen. And then we we didn't we didn't. I mean, Hillary didn't go to Wisconsin. She didn't go right, to exactly. uh, you know some of exactly. the, some of the, the, the states that ended up being relatively successful. I remember watching.
0: I remember watching oh. in the run up to the final days of the election. I'm like, what, what? Hillary? What are you, what are you doing? You know, Mm, they started to mm. talk on CNN. I remember even seeing Fox News Mm. talking about Mm. her not going to places like Michigan and Wisconsin Uh, and spending very uh, little time in Ohio. uh, uh, And I remember thinking, come on, Hillary. You know, I mean, this is mm, this is looking mm. good. Remember, we all thought that she Mm. was far ahead and Mm. we thought it was looking good. But I remember having a little bit of doubt Mm. about her, her her overconfidence,
1: Mm. her lack of caution. I think another area that that really failed is we're also polling. I mean, the polls, yes. the polling they also under polled in the areas that Trump won. they or they didn't even bother to poll. So so there was this there was this sort of this consensus, you know yeah. were, you know and and maybe in in one sense, it was good that the whole political system had a little bit of a wake up call, yeah. 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 That, you know, we can't take anything for granted anymore. So, right. I mean, polling vastly improved in, in, in this election yeah. in, uh, cycle. But, but, you know, there, there were really a sequence of systemic failures Uh and uh, that, uh, unfortunately prohibited, uh, yeah. but I was, I was in shock. I, I'll never forget. I was supposed to be on, uh, on NRK, uh, the, you know, they had, they had the champagne ready. We we're going to, yeah. it was yeah. going to be women. Uh, and, uh, and I, I, could couldn't leave home. I was bawling my eyes yeah. out with on my, the shoulders of my my son, who was at the time maybe sixteen or seventeen. And then NRK wanted to come to my house, and my son said, "No, yeah. nobody's coming here. You are." No, I <laughs> I totally get it. I totally get it. I
0: mean, that was it was a shock. It was embarrassing. I mean, I'll say it straight up. It was embarrassing to have that man in mm. the White House. It was embarrassing. I remember the yeah. day after, the morning after the election, I, I went to the gym uh, to get in some training. And I walk in, and, uh, you know, it's the same crowd at the at this gym, same crowd that's been there for the last 20 years. So we've the we've always had a lighthearted, joking uh, thing back and forth. So I walk in, and there's one guy sitting at a table drinking a cup of coffee. And he started... And all he could get out of his mouth was something to the effect, yeah, so now you're president, and I just – I I wasn't in the mood. It, mm-hmm. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. And that's what I'm talking about, that shock, that embarrassment. But in but, mm-hmm. the shock mm-hmm. and embarrassment were there for, for the last four years, the entire time. Mm-hmm. But, But quite quickly after that shock set in, then I started to realize, you know what, I'm not surprised because mm-hmm. that element – um, that element is there, and it is prevalent. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't dominate yeah, but, the United but it, States, but it is there, and it gained in prevalence, it gained in voice, and it gained in numbers mm-hmm. throughout the entire Obama administration. Now, some people will say that President Obama caused a lot of division. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, America became divided because there were a lot of people who just didn't like that this... It but. was his his, pre- his presence caused division. Thank you. Yeah? Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Africa, yeah, Very well put. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I wasn't, when I think it through, I am not surprised that we had to mm-hmm. go through these last four years. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised.
1: I, are you? I'm, I'm, I'm surprised we had to go through it. But, but are we better are off not, now? And, and, are we
0: better off now because of it?
1: I think I think we're, we're better off in knowing what we're dealing with. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? It's always kind of like, you know, we, we know the true landscape. Yeah. We know the true colors of, of people. Yeah. yeah? um but, but I think don't forget that well you know yeah. yes Trump got 80 million votes uh, or no, no, something I can't remember 79 to
0: 83 something yeah i forget yeah, yeah. But,
1: but 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 Biden got vastly yeah. i think now it's almost seven million more so yeah. you know the, the predominant uh, uh, feeling in America is not in 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 the trump ballot
0: and you say we don't uh, and, we, and you say we shouldn't forget but i would say that Um, that lesson has already been driven home, and we see it with this very Mm. decisive Biden victory. Now, I think the main thing to think about is keeping our motivation up, keeping this momentum Mm, mm, going. mm. It seems that we are so far, but we're only just a little over 100 days in. Do you Mm, think mm. that America, the, the, the left in America, can keep this momentum, can keep this focus so that the next election goes even more in favor of the left. What do you Mm -hmm. think?
1: I think so. I think I've been duly impressed. You know, and I, you know, the funny thing is I can actually say I have proof that I said Biden-Harris in the beginning. Okay. In the beginning. Because I could see, I could see the the significance of having Kamala Harris there, but not as president, but as vice president. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, And Biden, he just you know he just oozes of uh of uh experience Uh, you know and uh, and calmness yes and you know and also the fact that donald trump even i think donald trump and all the republicans were also fearful of of biden oh absolutely
0: that's why they attacked him as they did
1: exactly and that's why that you know very early you know went to ukraine to try to find dirt on him yeah so i think they've done an, an amazing job. And I've always said, you know, in the first two years, he's got to just do things as quickly as possible. He's done things, my man is done things faster than I ever thought he could. Yes. In, yeah. in, 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 you know, and even this transportation bill is five times bigger than I thought he would push through. Uh, uh, and I think, I think, I think they got this. I, you know, oh, I, I think oh. that they got this, and then even more. Uh, I think they're doing and, and, the right
0: things. But what do you think of? Okay, let, let's talk about the Biden-Harris agenda for a second. <clears throat> um, I like everything they're saying. I agree. Mm, The the momentum mm, is there. They're doing the mm, right things. mm. They're saying the right things. But do you think that there is a potential impassable brick wall with the wonderful gentleman Democrat from West Virginia who repeatedly, repeatedly Mm, mm. voices his disapproval? in the Mm -hmm. Biden-Harris agenda. Mm -hmm. What what part do you think that's gonna play going forward?
1: I think Joe Manchin uh, is- He's allowed to feel what he feels, but
0: I just worry about what that's going to do to the momentum going forward.
1: Well, I think, think, but, but I mean, he is a guy that understands his power. And he's not going to let go of that power. He's not going to let go of the power in the media and the power in the Congress. Yeah. And he's going to use that to his benefit, but that's where it's so nice to have someone like Biden, who hopefully is able to have a good dialogue with him and make sure that there's a, that there's a win-win. And I think at the end of the day, he's it's, it's going to end up landing on, you know, on, on, on what should one say? Some sort of
0: bipartisan solution.
1: Yeah, but 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 it's on. You know, is it fifteen dollars or is it eleven dollars? Exactly. Is yes. It, yeah. Is it yeah. you know? Yeah. Is it five trillion or is it three trillion? Or, yeah. Or you know, are you going to give to my state or you're not going to yeah. give to yeah. my state. But uh, but you know, and Joe Manchin is a, is a smart guy.
0: You know. Well, sure he is, trash. absolutely, and he's really flexing his muscle these days. It it worries me, but I guess. You know, you bring up a good point. Okay, uh, we want fifteen dollars for minimum wage, but because of mm, Joe Manchin, mm, mm. it might be twelve dollars, for example. Mm, mm. And okay, that's better than this. What is it, seven fifty? Mm. That it is now. Mm. So, I absolutely.
1: But I, I think, I think the Democrats. I think we we understand the system better than ever. Yeah, I think uh, the win in Georgia is a is a true reflection of how organized we are on
0: the right? ground. Yeah, wasn't that a beautiful uh, thing to see?
1: Wasn't Absolutely, and and, ah. and and you know what you know what's even more amazing is that yes, they can throw out these new laws and these new regulations, and there are people in Georgia analyzing how to overcome that. Yeah. Because and 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 I, what I don't think Republicans understand is that the more the harder you make it for us to vote, the more determined we are to figure out how to make it easier for our people yeah. <laughs> and everybody. <laughs> yeah, do you think these Do you think so. these
0: attempts at voter suppression are Directly um, pointed at Black Americans, or do you think it's just a general Republican effort to quell the numbers among Democrats? Period. I, I
1: think it's probably the latter, but it's the okay. easiest the the the, the 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 easiest way to get to the latter is to to look at the African-Americans or uh, black uh, Americans. And that's actually something that's funny that I'd like to talk about because we used to say African-American and now it's black American. And I've always liked black American. I always say, I've
0: always, yeah.
1: I've trained my head to say African American because everyone else does. And then all of a sudden now everyone's saying black Americans. So I guess I'm, I'm like, stubborn. Oh,
0: you're saying I guess I'm yeah. stubborn because I've always held on to black Americans. That's what I always said when I was a kid. And you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Me I'm too. I'm you not too. a kid, kid at heart, but I still say black Americans, yeah. But but
1: you know what I think is fascinating, it's because after Kamala Harris, then they stopped saying African American ah, because she's not exactly. african American but, exactly. but nobody talks about it and that irritates me because I've even written on Twitter to to her sister you know can you bring this up to light and help <laughs> us understand because you know it's it's sort of like it's a shift in the vocabulary and I find those little nuances in sure. diversity Extremely important. I think it is important if you talk about it, you know, and, I you, think it, yeah. and people can understand why the shift in vocabulary is important. But anyway, sorry, that no, that, a no, that's a no, but that's a good
0: point. Yeah. That's a good point, though. the The mm. discussion mm. around diversity needs to be had. That's one thing that I've been saying uh, loud and clear since I've been here mm. in Norway, especially over the last couple of years. Is that discussion needs to be had, and so mm. many mm. people are afraid to have it. Mm-hmm. So many, you know, as, as a black American here in Norway, I see it so often where I will engage someone in a discussion about these things, about all things mm-hmm. uh, skin color, about all things culture, about all things diversity and inclusion. And people go into a defense position immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. where does that sense of being attacked come from. Come from. Mm-hmm. I don't think that in general I think Norwegians are very accepting people mm-hmm. all the way up until the discussion about the condition of the minority comes up. Mm-hmm. Then they kinda clam up, mm-hmm. back off and raise their fists. Mm-hmm. I don't know what mm-hmm. your I don't know what your experience is, but <laughs>
1: No, absolutely. But, but, I mean, that's universal, isn't it? And I, I love mean, that. And, know, I lo- then... and I
0: love. And I love. I love my Norwegian friends mm-hmm. and, and family mm-hmm. here. But but that seems to be the the default that they mm-hmm. go on the no, defensive. But but, but but I think
1: that's uh, you know talking about race is hard. Yeah, you know, talking about race requires a uh, requires a lot of empathy. It, it requires a lot of uh, humility. It it, it requires uh, you know you. Know, sort of, uh, characteristics in us that maybe we don't exercise every day. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and it requires be, the ability to take a perspective of, 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 another race, you know, that a lot of people lack. Yeah. A lot of people lack contact. A lot uh-huh. of people lack understanding. They, you know, they lack knowledge so that, you know, so, so that I, I, I think that's actually why I like working with diversity because yeah. you're, you're entering into a zone where it's hard for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, you know, but it's so important to to make people feel safe, you yes, know, yeah. in, in in that uncertainty. Yeah, in that, yeah. It's important. Uh, you know, and presentation
0: is important. I was speaking with a, mm-hmm. a good friend of mine, Robert Gray, uh, a few of my podcast episodes uh, back, and we were talking about how to how do you approach that discussion, and the delivery of the message is quite important, mm-hmm. um, namely because people have a tend tendency to go into that defensive position so the presentation mm-hmm. of the the theme is is quite important mm-hmm. i try mm-hmm. to put it out there uh, i mean i'm, I'm a soft spoken guy i smile a lot there's nothing mm-hmm. to be afraid of i'm a little bit large but there's nothing to be afraid of i try mm-hmm. i try to put it out there in such a way that that it's it's it, my hands are open my arms are open mm-hmm. let's talk mm-hmm. about this mm-hmm
1: but I mean even even I uh, was talking to two an African Ameri- or a black American uh, and <laughs> uh, a Norwegian who's also half uh, black uh, and half Norwegian and, exp- and and we were talking about this you know the Somali situation with hijab yes, and social yes. control and they were and one of them said well maybe they should assimilate more and I my pig, <sighs> uh, you know and Oof. I just you know and I, I, I so I, I spent a lot of time explaining the difference between assimilation and integration. Yes, and, yes. Uh, uh, well, tell this, us,
0: tell this, us, put put some words on that. Tell us about the difference between assimilating and integrating. <laughs> and,
1: and well, I think also because assimilation is, is really very American terms. You know, they really see that, you know, foreigners that come to America, they need to assimilate. They need to forget their language. This is what had to happen to the, to the, to the Irish, to the Italians, to the Poles. Yeah. Uh, and now, you know, even more so to you know to, to those coming from syria and obviously african countries and it's more that you give away you know your your identity your cultural identity from your homeland to assimilate into our culture so that that means that you adapt the culture of the majority yes. so you know not them you know forget your minority status so you become uh, sort of a quasi token uh, wannabe uh, majority whereas integration is is more where you you can bring your true self you bring yeah. Your cultural identity yes. you bring your hijab you bring your you know your uh, i would say birka, but you but you bring your traditions your your foods your your language and you you find a way to dance with yes. uh, with yeah. uh, with the native uh, yeah. you know the native uh, culture and and i think i think that was it was actually an interesting thing to talk to an african-american about
0: you right know.
1: right uh, you know and to understand the difference and to understand how amazingly important those two words are yes uh, and and the distinction in, of those two words in uh, assimilation
0: well there's and, a big uh, difference and, and it's quite important that people understand the difference because mm-hmm. it has to do with expectations yeah, um, yeah. i'm not interested in assimilating and i even i even hesitate mm-hmm. i even hesitate at times to use the word integration at least when it comes to to me mm-hmm. I just mm. want to be myself, and isn't my, isn't mm. this good enough? Isn't this mm. good enough mm. uh, for, for Norway? I think it is. So integration. I don't need to do any kind of shun, mm. uh, assimilation, mm. integration. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, yeah,
1: but and, and and that's one thing that is so. Am I arrogant? I don't know. <laughs> No no absolutely <laughs> not but 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 it's uh, you know because diversity used to be just diversity and then it became d e i which is the yeah. e is equity and the i is is in inclusion. inclusion and yeah. the inclusion is really where the in in, in uh, integration is is where you know where you can ask people i feel i can bring my my true self i yeah. you know i can be myself in an organization that is such a powerful statement yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and and that is really what integration is about is that uh,
0: you can be your true self in the society at large that you yeah. dance in. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like that definition of integration. Maybe I'll start to integrate mm. now. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, there you go. You can... <laughs> Be yourself and dance.
0: <laughs> let me let me ask you. Uh, let me go back a little bit. Now, now you mm-hmm. um, became a member of Democrats Abroad, <clears throat> right around when President Obama uh, was doing his thing, and then I'm sure I
1: was I was a member way before, but oh, okay, I was okay. active in the board in the board okay, and okay. Uh, before then.
0: Yeah. And you were actually the chair of Democrats Abroad for a while. How long? How long were you in that position?
1: I was way too long. Uh, I, I think I was chair for almost twelve years. You're only supposed to be there, or maybe I was. Uh, I, I know I was there for the entire time Obama was uh, president, okay. so that would be eight years. Eight years um, plus, then yeah, yeah. Well, why uh, was it why would, only?
0: Sub- why do you say it was too long? Well, because actually
1: in the statutes, you're only supposed to be there for two years at a time. (laughs) And you're not supposed to go more than two consecutive terms. So how did it come to uh, be then
0: that you were there that long?
1: Well, then I think uh, I ended up being vice chair and somebody else ended up being chair. That's right. And then he decided, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. You okay. you do it again. So then I had to step in. And okay. then you can be, you can also be chair if nobody runs against you.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. Uh,
1: and, and that happened one year. And is, then, that, uh,
0: is, is that a rough job to have? Is that a... It's it's a it, it depends.
1: It's uh in an election year, it's a very tough job because it's uh it's a lot of uh, media uh, and a lot of events.
0: And but it's all I, voluntary too. There's no there's no it's salary. It's all voluntary.
1: You get no money, but but in the sense, you know, I think politics is. I'm glad politics isn't about money. You know, I'm glad it, You know, you don't get paid to, you know, to think and 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 right. be. Uh, what should one say? Um, not to be proud, but well, you're not beholden amazing. to
0: you're not beholden to anyone. Yeah. When there's no money and, involved.
1: And the passion comes from the heart, not sure. from because you're thinking about your wallet. Sure. Um, but it's uh no I, and I think when when I was chair in, in the first or in the eight years I was chair, I was very much into also having events with others, you know, so that we could get Norwegians talking about American politics and really have a yeah. kind of an intellectual discourse because there's
0: so many
1: um, Norwegians that know much more about American politics than I could ever imagine. Yeah I tell yeah. you
0: they're really for for, for my American and, listeners, oh. Norwegians love American politics and they know so much and there's you know they, and
1: they you know and they helped me understand yes. it and they and you know so they we've really we really did a good job in trying to 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 bring them also to the front you know uh, so that other democrats uh, could sort of understand their analysis and yeah. and really almost understand what's going on over there because it isn't so easy being it's, uh, it's not yeah so far from home really trying to understand because you know it's uh, you can talk to your family you can talk to your friends but you know uh the, I, I think also a lot of americans become more interested in american politics when they're outside of the country oh i did. you see it. i did yeah, definitely you, you see it from a totally different yes, perspective you know absolutely. You, you know you and and you hear more about the you know maybe the policies that you didn't before and right and and not only that, coming to a, a social democratic country like like Norway with with you know free medicine or you know th- yeah. free healthcare and childcare and, and 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 the like, you begin to understand and question the differences. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So so that it becomes um, maybe more interesting to, uh, to to follow, but it's 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 wonderful to be active in, in Democrats abroad. And so it kept uh, you it
0: kept you in motion. It kept you busy. Um... You know, I, I saw that really cool picture of you and president Obama on your Facebook yeah. feed. Where, where was that? Where was that by the way?
1: The, the, he, uh, he came to Oslo in connection with a meeting at Oslo business forum in September. Uh, what was that? Uh, that must've been three years ago, five, no, maybe four years ago. And, um, and I, I, I was very good friends with the, the ambassador, Barry okay. White, yes. uh, yeah. who was also ambassador appointed un- by Barack Obama. Yeah. Uh, you know, I call him kind of my grandfather. Uh, was so close, we, we actually became so that, you know, when we we're doing media performances, yeah. uh, you know, I'd yeah. call him and get some tips on what's going oh, on, Barry. Nice. And he was a lawyer.
0: And, what a great resource uh, to have.
1: Oh, he was he was an amazing guy. And we, we really saw eye to eye in a lot of issues. And uh, so I'd always been joking with him. The one thing you got to do for me, I got to meet Obama. If there's <laughs> one thing in life I got to do, I got to meet Obama. And he was like, I don't know, Lisa, you know, let's, let's see what I can do. But... But when Obama was coming for Oslo business reason, uh, region, um, uh, it was major secrecy. And I've I've had meetings with the Obama Foundation, so okay. and they know who I am, and I've been writing to them. Oh, can I meet him? Can I see him? And and nothing, nothing. But it was the day before uh, he was there that uh, he said, uh, I got this amazing email that I actually know. I think I should probably print it out and, and put it on my wall you know, where president Obama would like you to be his official guest.
0: Ah. Uh, oh.
1: And, uh, and, and I just, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I, was, I was speechless. I, oh, I, I, can imagine. I can, I can, I can speak to a wall literally. <laughs> and I've never been so nervous in my
0: whole life. Oh gosh. I can only imagine. I've met some famous people up through the years, mm. but, but I think if, if I had the chance to uh, official guest, Come on now. Oh, I mean, that. Oh, <laughs> oh God. It was, and then the whole time he was talking, I, I actually sat
1: in the front row in the huge saw, you know, the huge oh, auditorium you know, right man. in front of him. Oh. So it was, it was amazing. And, uh, yeah. that's
0: almost as cool as when I was in the front row, uh, at the Prince concert when he was in Oslo in 2011. <laughs> almost as cool. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm so mad I didn't go to that concert. I was so close. I, I, I actually ended up not hitting send oh. to buy the ticket. I don't know what happened. And, and then he unfortunately passed away right afterwards. But you were so lucky. This that was, was uh, um,
0: yeah, this was in 2011. It was two days after the tragedy uh, in Oslo and on Utøya. Ah, uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Two days yeah.
0: after, and he did two shows. Um, mm, mm. he did a show the evening of Utaya and we went to the one the day after, my wife and I. Wow. And wow. Um, so there was a lot of emotion in the air mm. and 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 he really, really captured it. I mean, uh, oh. I'm kind of not kidding when I say that would almost, meeting President Obama would almost be as <laughs> eclectic mm. as that moment would. But mm. we, we were right there, right in the front row and mm. he was a little over an arm's length away. Wow. Wow. And we had eye contact. I mean, we had that interaction, direct interaction mm, with him. Mm, mm. Uh, he actually sweated on us. <laughs> <laughs> He was what? playing a guitar solo. So you have his DNA. And he spun around and his sweat flung mm. out. And I started screaming. I mean, you could have put me, you could have photoshopped mm. me in on a scene from 1962 at a Beatles concert with all those little blonde haired girls. Uh, That's how well, I was.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, I would have been with you. They were both sold out. So I was Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: No, we jumped on that right away. Got our tickets and we wrong. were on the floor right, right in front of the stage. Oh, it was wonderful, well, wonderful well, experience. Yeah. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this stuff. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, but it's but it is the same thing with Obama. But, but you know, but I have to say when I when I met Obama, I, I I was also told to be last in line so I could have more time with him. Oh, how nice. Uh, how no, they, which, they took which care was of me. Nice. They oh, took they, care they, of me. They were amazing. Uh, but uh, you know, well, that princess, speaks to uh, that
0: speaks. I, I just want to sh- uh, shoot in with this. That mm-hmm. speaks to your standing. At that time, as the chair for Democrats abroad, I mean that's not, again, it's not a paid position, but it's a, qu- it's quite mm-hmm. the important mm-hmm. position. You are basically mm. the head of the Democrat movement in Norway, and that's a, that that carries no, a little bit of weight. Not a, that carries and a little I
1: think, weight. And one thing that, that people don't understand is that we're much different than Republicans abroad because we're part of the democratic party. Yes. Yeah. The, the Republicans, that's just an interest group. So they have no connection. Why, why is fact- that?
0: That's so strange to me.
1: Well, because it's a matter of governance, and that's just how they decide to govern. Okay. You know, in fact, there is—they're called Republicans abroad in Norway, but that was disbanded lo- a long time ago. So, oh. f- from the Republican side, so I didn't know so that. they're supposed to be called Republican overseas, but uh, oh, but uh, okay. you know, it, it, they they're they're an interest organization, so they're fully allowed to do, and you know, and sure. and we need the Republican voice, you know what I mean? I want to say this. I want to
0: say this. I want to call them out, not by name, but as, Mm -hmm. as the organization that they are, I want to call them out because Mm -hmm. someone in the top towards the top of that organization, I have asked them so many times, I don't need to mention any names, but I've asked Mm -hmm. them so many times to come on, you know, I'm not a politician, Mm -hmm. but I'm Mm -hmm. interested in politics. And I like Mm -hmm. to, I would (sighs) like to have a discussion because Mm -hmm. that side of things needs to be heard. And Absolutely. it has been it has been scheduled. It has been agreed upon, and then they've backed out for this, that, or the other reason. I'm calling mm. them out. I wish they would come on and do mm, what you're doing mm, right mm, now mm. and have a conversation.
1: And, and I think, I, and I understand. I mean, I've even I've been in extremely a, a number amount of debates, and, and one debate we were actually in in in, in Drum, and the, the the chair actually said he he you know he's tired of doing these things because he feels like oh. everyone's throwing things at him. And it's like you know, well, well, you shouldn't think that. You know, don't take it personally. This isn't you know, you know, like in Norwegian, sakko opprøm. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a, how do you say that in American, well, uh, the English. subject?
0: The subject is not the person. The issue is exactly. not the person. Yeah. You know, but but they take it so personally. Okay, but but, a, I, but you know I, what? Why don't they? Why don't they think? We we talked about this, you and I, just a few minutes ago. The messaging, mm. how that message is packaged, is quite yeah. important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely.
0: there's a certain. Mm. Let's all admit it. There's a certain harshness to the Republican Mm. message. There's a certain Mm. amount of exclusionism in the Republican Mm. message. So Mm. I don't understand their Mm. incredulous Mm. uh, uh, response to Mm. the way people Mm. are not accepting their message or to to the way people are answering their message. They should not Mm. be that surprised. They've got to look at the packaging.
1: but but i think also uh, you know I, I of course i agree with you but, but i think norway is such a liberal country you know so, so they they have very few followers in in norway so that it you know it becomes in 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 one sense maybe may a little bit hard for them because they are such a minority yeah a minority voice for for which they're not used to in america in america yeah. they have a much greater standing sure, than, they, than sure. they do
0: obviously and and, uh, They've got and, it rough uh, here in Norway. They, uh, well, but, they but, but but they having yeah. said that, they do have uh, people who do think a lot alike. I was on um, on uh, on Facebook today. NRK put out because uh, you know it's Ramadan for our, our Muslim mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. and they put mm-hmm. out uh, an article on some gentleman here in Norway who is fasting mm-hmm. for, for Ramadan, and he said something to that effect that it's good for him. And oh my gosh, the comments! The comments that came, they were written in Norwegian, but they could have been taken from mm,
1: the Republican National Convention.
0: Mm, <laughs> mm, so, mm, so there are people here who do think a lot. Mm, it's, it's quite similar to the Republican mm, message. Mm, but again, mm. I believe it's the packaging of that Republican message. They haven't figured out how to mm. package it and make it fit for Norway. Mm, mm. You know? <laughs> It's, a, it's, it's an art form, yeah. I guess. It's an art form, I guess. But it, mm-hmm. but there has to be a certain amount of willingness to change. I don't think they're willing mm-hmm. to change their messaging. They don't seem to But they're not, but, but, but I, I think they're, they're just on the wrong side of popular politics. Yeah, they're, they're And I think we're allowed yeah. to say that. I believe there yeah. is a right absolutely. and wrong. And I do believe that on most issues, mm-hmm. 9 out of 10, they are on the wrong mm-hmm. side. They're mm-hmm. on the wrong side of humanity. They're on the wrong side yeah. of compassion. Mm-hmm. They're on the yeah. wrong yeah. side of... of they're just on the wrong side on way too many issues. And we're seeing that more and more often. Mm. They're mm. seeing it in their numbers. That's mm. why they're doing these things. And I believe it's being done out of desperation. These mm. things with voter suppression, these c- certain issues mm. that they've taken up. I believe it's out of desperation because they mm. see that people just aren't following mm. people. People just aren't digging to, to put it in, in, mm. in street terms. They're just not digging that shit.
1: Mm. Yeah. But, but, but also it's, 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 you know, the political reality that, uh, you know if, if you don't have the numbers you know if you can't get the voters then you fix the system you know then you yeah, fix the system yeah. so that the, you know so that and you they're can good still at that. they you, are good yeah, at that they're very good and i think that's where democrats are a little uh, i don't want to say naive we're just too nice you know well, I, we really are too nice yeah but you again know? Look, but, but, but i but i think now biden he's yes. figured it out i mean biden my man he he and he and uh, Kamala have decided... They're moving.
0: They're moving and shaking. They're moving and shaking.
1: And, and also, he, he he's doing what Obama didn't. You know, if I yes. could ever criticize Obama for one thing, he didn't do enough in those first yes. two years before before he lost uh, majority. I agree. And 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 Biden is uh, he's he, he's he realizes. Yeah. He, you know, I mean, what was it? Forty executive orders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, which were we're we're almost getting to be a little bit embarrassing. But it's like, why not?
0: You know? Why, why not? I- well, well but, the, but, did, but he's showing, know, he but he's yeah, but he's showing he sincerely wants change by by putting forward these these massive uh, legislative things, you know, with with uh, hmm. with um, infrastructure. Infra, 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 thank you, infrastructure, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and other things. So, um, mm-hmm. I think we're in a good we're in a good position. I think we are. We're in a, we
1: are in a good spot, but I think it's uh, uh, as you, you know, alluded to earlier, there, there's still a few wild cards in the Senate, yes. like, uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Manchin. Uh, Joe Manchin from, uh, West Virginia. And, uh, and, and you never know, you know, there's an, uh, what's the other one's name? Uh, there's a woman, I, guess, I can't remember her name,
0: uh, no, but there's
1: yeah. two of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that that can be a, a, a little bit difficult, but yeah. I think, uh, Uh, And and, and what I think is actually the most interesting is is everyone was saying, you know, oh, but Biden's going to have such a hard time with the progressives with AOC and the squad and they're going to kill him. And they're, he's not going to be progressive enough. They're totally quiet. I mean, AOC has even gone out and said that, you know, he is more progressive than I ever imagined. So, so everybody on our side is collaborating except for Joe Manchin.
0: (laughs) But I, but I think, I think we're going And again, you know, if, if, if minimum wage has to be instead of $15 an hour, if it's 12, okay, that's still massive progress. So, yeah, uh, but, but, oh. but take it easy, uh, Senator, uh, Manchin, take it, take it mm. easy. Don't be mm. too, uh, don't be too radical.
1: <laughs> no, exactly. exactly. Let, let me ask exactly. you something, Lisa.
0: How, how did mm. you, how did you get here to Norway? What, uh, what's your story? It's,
1: it's actually quite funny. I, um, <laughs> I was 20. 20- what was i 25 years old uh, which is quite funny because that's how old well my oldest son is now and I, I went to a nightclub with my one of my best girlfriends in in, in new york i was a new york district manager for playtech so i was a very sort of career oriented uh, i often wonder where i would have been if i hadn't come to norway um i was 25 i had five people working for me i was you know I, yes. I was just going that yeah. way and we were at a bar, and uh, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, two guys came up. One sat next to her, one sat next to me, and, <laughs> Boxed and I got to, yeah, exactly. And so we were, and then we were instantly sort of irritated, like, oh God, and here we so, yes. go. <laughs> <laughs> Who? What do you want? Yeah, uh, yeah. And so this was the the Norwegian that I met, uh, you know, the infamous Norwegian. Um, that ended up being the reason that I came to Norway. Uh, and, uh, so it was a wild romance. Uh, um, and how, how long think, after you
0: guys met, did you end up getting married?
1: Oh, that took like two years, I think. But I first, I, I and I said, um, cause I had a real good talk with my mom cause my mother was, uh, you know, both my parents grew up in Harlem and so they're like, yeah, serious hardworking yeah. Uh, people, except my mother was always a stay at home mom. But, um, and she always says, you know, Lisa, you, you make it on your own. You know, you do not become dependent on anyone. And, uh, and, uh, she was always asking me, what is it I really want to do? And I've always wanted, always wanted to do my MBA. I really wanted to go study further. And she said, okay, if you're going to go to Norway, you make demands. Either you get a good job, just like at the same level that you are, mm-hmm. uh, or you get your MBA. And if those conditions aren't met, you don't move. Well, okay. That's good advice. And so I, yeah and but that and then it's so funny because I said that to uh, to the then boyfriend uh, and two weeks later so this is where faith and where you know what what you asked for uh, two weeks later uh Nordicus Markets school which is sort of I guess they ended up being merging with they came out with the first MBA in English. Uh-huh two weeks later and then he was like see this? Yes, you could do this you can take your mba and i was like whoa mommy look and she was like yeah you know? and i said well you know i have to get in i haven't taken my gmats and they they told they said you're, you're in you know with your background and you know 25 had been working basically since i was 21 and uh you know they, they what did they say that they i did have to take the gmats to get in and so that's why i came uh, to Norway. I, yeah. I literally um, you know, had my conditions uh, yeah. Yeah. and uh, and I had the goal of being the top uh, student and I was the top well it was oh. three of us, I got the same GPA so I was wow. like one of those Congratulations. overachievers yeah. uh, flink pika, eh? yeah. like I studied way too much yeah, I'm <laughs> just like such an uh, idiot when it comes to that uh uh, and that's how I got to Norway. Wow! Yeah, met a Norwegian at a bar. Were you scared? Absolutely not. But, but, but I think also my when I was seven, my dad, who was in worked at DEA Drug Enforcement Administration, he they sent us to Jamaica, the West okay. Indies. Uh, so we were in Jamaica for two years, from when I was eleven to thirteen. So that and whole
0: being abroad thing was nothing to you. Nothing.
1: And then they also, after that, then they went to Belgium and then they went to Thailand. So that for, for, for me, it was more, normal
0: yeah
1: not normal but i loved europe you know even though Norway was a bit further north uh, and i think and i was actually a little arrogant because you know the every, you know, most norwegians think oh you have no idea where norway is and i was like oh yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs>
1: please you know, that I was my yeah there.
0: that was my experience I too hell that, yeah. that is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: like you know it's not i know Norway is not the capital of sweden and no uh, it's a cap it's a capital know. of germany I, I
0: get that a lot. Yeah. I get that a lot yeah. from friends back on. Yeah, isn't that the capital of Germany? Do you
1: really? Yeah. No, but I, I, was, I was a little arrogant there because okay, I, yeah. I had, I had been, uh, been overseas quite a bit. So uh, it was...
0: Uh... I've been overseas a lot too. I was... Um, when I was in the U.S. Marines, I was in Asia, Okinawa. And ah, hmm, then a, hmm. few, a few places around there. Hmm. But that didn't really... <clears throat> that didn't really apply... <laughs> when I came to Norway. I was so, you, you know what made it easy for me? And and I, I talk about my Snoopy, my wife, I call her Snoopy.
1: Mm-hmm. I talk
0: about my Snoopy on just about every podcast episode, but I, I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever said this. Me coming to Norway was amazingly smooth and easy because I had so much trust in her. We had We had been married Gosh. at that time for... <sighs> about 14 months. We had been together for about two years. Okay. So the relationship was there and the trust was there. Mm. And I felt, I felt, like, and I pretty much just gave myself totally mm. into her care. <laughs> you know, she is going to get me through this. She is going to help me. She is going to guide me and she is going to make this, this is going to be easy because mm. she's mm. there. Mm. Um, if it hadn't been for that, I don't think in spite of all my time, in yeah. Asia and, and experiencing all of that, I don't think that I would have been the person who could have easily adjusted to move mm-hmm. to a foreign mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, ai am a, I'm a quiet country boy at heart. I grew up mm-hmm. in, in semi-rural mm-hmm. Ohio. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a police officer in, in the Chicago suburbs. That was a totally, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Here's a good way of putting it. Me going from my home life in rural Ohio and then moving to Chicago area, that was a bigger change. That was a bigger culture shock than it was for me to move from Chicago area to Norway.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Because 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 Snoopy just her being there and her being that piece Mm. of home that I could take with me.
1: Mm. You know? Mm. That's Mm. what that's
0: what made it easy for me. Mm. I, 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 no go ahead. go ahead.
1: I know I, I went through it. I think it was I think it was definitely difficult, I think, you know, because I was the only black person at school. I, I, you know, I lived in Frognet, and I think I was the only black person in Frognet. I was followed around in all the stores until they realized it was American and then I was everybody's best friend, which I think really irritated. We got
0: snatched up by a security guard, you know those, those uh, uh, securitas uh, security guards. We mm-hmm. got snatched up. This was back in 2003, I think it was, when my mother came to visit. So it's me, my ma and Snoopy mm-hmm. at one of the shopping centers here in Drummond. Mm-hmm. And now uh, Drummond has you, as you may know, Drummond has really changed over the last 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and, and back then, there were there were immigrants. there were black people here, but mm-hmm. not that many. And I think that Drummond at that time was a lot more unsure of how to deal with this immigrant thing, immigrant thing back then. So we go into a shopping, uh, a shopping center and into some store. I, I needed to buy a steering wheel cover. And I had a, I had a Chevrolet blazer. And I needed a steering wheel cover. So we walk in, all three of us. And I pick out the steering wheel cover, go up and pay for it. And, and the lady says, yeah, do you want a do you want a bag for that? And I said, no, that's okay. Just give me the receipt. She gave me the receipt. Get, I got the steering wheel cover. We put it in another bag that we had, and we walk out. And next thing I know, one of those security guards, he didn't grab me. He grabbed Snoopy and wow. told us to get back in there. He's hes going to detain us because we stole something.
1: Wow. And, wow. I, and uh, it, it tur- uh. turns out
0: that he just, I don't know, I guess he was over ambitious because it all, we went back in and we, you know, the lady mm. who, yeah. So it all, it all worked out. But mm. I, I can remember people being more ill at ease in mm. my presence mm. back then than mm. they are now. Mm. And I would imagine that you probably experienced that in an mm. even larger degree because you were here mm. even earlier in mm. Norway's, let's call it history of, 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 mm. of immigrants. Yeah. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and I think that there's actually there's two factors uh, that, that have to do with that. One is um, you know if you want to go into the theoretical aspects, that that is also sort of behind mentoring, which is what I also do. Uh, uh, in, yeah, in I, want in, in my,
0: I want to talk about that, my too. I want
1: to talk about that, too. One one is contact. Yeah, You know, that's because, uh, you know, in, when I came, 2% immigrants, you know, not all New had contact with right. other immigrants, so, so that then they become, you know, very much the others. Then yes. their unconscious biases and what they read about in the media that they're, you know, criminal or, you know, which is usually 9 out of the 10, the first thing that's on the, the, the top of the list or, or somebody that's going to To be using the system yeah yeah? yeah. so so without contact and i can actually even remember when i was in uh, the integration and and diversity directorate where i worked for two years uh, when we had um, responsibility for figuring out where all the refugees would be would live yeah and one of the principles that we started with is that we wanted every Municipality in Norway to have immigrants. We weren't only going to put them in Oslo. We weren't only going to put them in Drammen. We were going to put them in the north and the south, all over, because we just wanted to normalize their presence. Yeah. And now, you know, so when I started there in 2007, I think, uh, um, there were not immigrants in every municipality, but now there are. And now you can also see what that's done for the uh, the, the integrating, or the well, integration barometer, because now people are more accepting, yeah?
0: Yes. Well, I can remember... Yeah. Um... Uh, we also have a home up at our place on Sailand up in Finnmark. That's where my wife's uh, family is from. Uh, mm-hmm. And I can remember the first time we went up there, the first couple of times we we went up there, you know, back in 2002, three, four, five, maybe 2006, all the way up until then, when we would go into town, into Alta, for example, or up mm-hmm. to uh, Hummerfest. Mm-hmm. And the stairs I would get, mm-hmm. not hostile, pure. Uh, uh unfiltered curiosity, especially from the kids, absolutely. especially yeah, from the kids absolutely. and that is simply because mm. they, they, you know, they had never yeah. they had never seen they had mm-hmm. never seen anyone like me before. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. that is different and it really is quite amazing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. have changed so much. I'm not saying it's perfect mm-hmm. here for minorities, far from it, but mm-hmm. it has certainly mm-hmm. changed and become a lot better very quickly all, over a relatively mm-hmm. short period of time. Hmm. I've been Hmm. here for 19 years and I see the difference.
1: Oh yeah. I I see a a tremendous, tremendous difference. And I think also because one of the positive things uh, is that you see, uh, more connections with immigrant being positive rather than being the negative you know and and that's actually why i started the the first project i started which brought me into sort of the diversity field was the top 10. Uh, and that project was because i was so frustrated with how the media portrayed immigrants did you say top
0: uh, top 10? Top
1: ten. Top ten. Yeah. If you Google the top ten. No, and the yeah, I'd, I think it's still there actually. Um, it was a project I had that that ran for eleven years. Uh, it was sponsored by the government uh, without me even asking. Uh, it actually, it's a, actually even a funny story because I I. I applied for funding to the government. I was working at, you know, Defense Communications as one of the divisional directors, but mm-hmm. I just was so passionate that I had to change the discourse. So I applied for funding with a researcher to the Ministry uh, of uh, the uh, Criminal Regional Department or whatever yeah, yeah. it was. And uh, uh you know to do this project where we would focus on the positive we would focus on immigrants that succeeded and in- you know, try to put them in the media in order to sort of counter wow. the discourse, so the negative discourse, and they actually called me and said that this is the strangest application we've ever seen. This has nothing to do with what you the the uh, you know the you know what you applied for, but we love it. Oh,
0: that's wonderful. <laughs> so
1: if if you if you re rig it this way, we'll give you funding because we just think this is so important. But now now, what did that funding
0: mm. cover? Did it give you? Did it enable you to? hire workers
1: no 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 it was it was a short-term project so it was uh, okay you know and i didn't need funding for me i already had a a job so but i'm thinking about employing you know
0: other people to work with you to to but
1: but this this was more a project so it wasn't sort of to fund the company so it was it was a project focus so it was to fund and give funding to the the, the researcher so she got duly paid and and time for um for for somebody else that actually did uh, more of the coding uh, okay. you know and on the research aspect, right right but but he and then we had to, we built a website so there was a bit of funding that we needed to do that so we basically just went out and just found and this was only focused on women in the first year uh what we considered the top female immigrants in norway and, yes. immer- and top was not only that you had like a your formal leadership we said that you had you know um, uh, you could be an immigrant you had a good story or okay. you were a, okay. uh, you, you know we had we had leadership was in several different categories so I it see. wasn't only favoring people in formal leadership right. positions right. and we had a jury that just you know chose them and uh wow. and then we were, i think our lucky break was also when we when we went to announce it, and we went to Dagbladet, and famous Norwegian
0: newspaper for those who don't know, yeah,
1: and uh, and we were a little unsure, and I was thinking, oh, maybe we'll get a little like you know box in the corner, yeah. and it, it ended up being on the front page of yes. Dagbladet wow. in the first year, and then it was, and then it just exploded. But, but But the cover, but the cover was these are the top. 10 uh, successful immigrant women, and this is how they succeeded. I mean, so we totally blew up. Uh, what a the media. beautiful
0: light to shine.
1: Wow. Uh, and, uh, and why did I talk about that? but uh, <laughs> I can't remember but, but I think but, but I think that was that was that was Norway then yeah. you know so that was the media discourse and you just yes. needed like a paradigm shift to to start talk about positive stories yes. of, of 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 you know then it was women and then the next year I had to do women and men because they started to complain well what about the men yeah, yeah, okay all right, well,
0: all right you know what mm-hmm. i i think that the thing the whole what about men thing um Still needs to have a light shining on it. I was just talking with someone about this a couple days ago. Now, what was it? It's been two weeks now, two, three weeks since I had my little media blitz on radio and TV and all that stuff. And when it was all when it was all over and I started thinking, wow, that was fun. But then I started thinking, oh, my gosh, how sad, because there's other black men here in Norway, aren't there? The answer to that is yes. And it's like, okay, but and not just black men, let, let's say minority men um, mm, here mm. in Norway. And the answer to that is yes, there are. And then the next mm. question I had was, well, where are they in the media? Mm, There's mm, only mm. a couple of minority men um, that are hired on NRK or TV2, you know, the main television stations, uh, but they're not front and center you don't mm. see a lot of minority men panelists in any kind of debate or discussion on tv but, you know, what's, actually, what's... i would
1: say that there's more there's more minority men than there are minority women yeah are there really, i can think though? of all, i can think of all the minority men i can think of one minority woman uh, there's any uh, you know otherwise in nrk you have uh, uh, uh you know the, the guy that's now gone to the Mideast, uh you've got
0: uh you have the guy that does the- you have Rimear, okay. the one yeah, and she's the me. only
1: woman she, and you have samantha uh yes. sam who's yeah. half uh, mexican uh, half a Norwegian yeah. that's all you know you have much more men i think men sorry uh and huh. two you have uh um gaddafi
0: yes yeah
1: Yeah. It was amazing. He's and great you don't by the any. way. He's great by the way. He's amazing. But you have no immigrant women in TV 2 yeah. So sorry. I think immigrant women still have. Uh, although you have uh, Sally, who's I'm her biggest fan. She's uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's in the the wheelchair, and she's now taking over. Um, uh, the TV super? Yes, I, guess I heard that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's she's just isn't amazing. that great?
0: Yeah.
1: She's uh and she's perfect makes for that.
0: Me- perfect for that mm. position her sense yeah. of humor her her she just radiates confidence behind yeah. the camera yeah, yeah, she's, she's awesome absolutely. she's awesome no i don't know so, but, <laughs>
1: but, but but i agree there are more there are more and more voices that could be that, yes. you know that could yeah. be heard and should be heard but i i over representation i don't Think men are doing so bad. I still think okay. men have a have an advantage over I'm us. I'm gonna women. rethink
0: that. I'm gonna I'm gonna come with some mm. numbers mm. next time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm right and you're wrong. But I guess. No, no,
1: no. I, I, I guess. Wrong,
0: yeah. I, I guess you know it's it's just a thought process. It's just a moment of reflection that I've had ever since mm. my little thing a, a, a couple weeks back. Mm. And mm. and I I guess what we can agree on is that minorities. Period. Both men and women. I, I I miss us. I I miss mm, us mm. in the media uh, mm, for something mm, other than mm. singing, dancing, or committing a crime. Mm, mm. Um. And I don't want to come. Know,
1: and, and they actually had my son on um, you. Yes. Uh, yes. And that was so cute. And he, uh, you know, obviously he's gotten a lot in uh, his breast milk, as one could say, <laughs> on, uh, when it comes to to being a, to being a Democrat. But yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And, and I think you know he, he has the voice of the youth. And, yes, he does. Uh, and, and so, so that it becomes, but it's. Uh,
0: you must be so proud of him. What a it, handsome young man! So well spoken and.
1: Uh, yeah, we, uh, were, we were, we we I think we were a little in shock. You know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like you get to talk about Biden's first hundred days, not me. <laughs> yeah. <or> you. Uh. <laughs> No, but uh, but no I yeah. but but before I let you go I want to ask you now mm. now we're talking about the, mm. some of the work that you've done to put a, to, to, to mm. highlight immigrants in Norway minorities in, in, uh, mm. in Norway mm. um, and then you um, so you had this project mm. but you've also done work under directly under your uh, company catalyst tell us yeah. what catalyst does.
1: Okay. Catalyst. Uh, uh, well, I guess I should, should talk about the company I had before Catalyst, okay. which is when I had a little NGO, when I had lots of projects. So I took top 10, which was one project. And then I made other projects uh, all focusing on immigration and diversity. And, uh, and one was on diversity in the media. It was on diversity charter to get companies to sign as charters. So that it would say they would do X, Y, and Z. I was, very into the Somali community. I just fell in love with the Somali population and and did the Norsumbru, which was Norwegian Somali bridge building. Yeah. Uh, and then I did a Nordic Somali youth summit. So we went around the Nordics to sort of empower the Somali youth. Uh, And then I had Catalyst, which was uh, just a little project at the time. And uh, it was because it started as a pilot in one of the Somali, uh, the bigger projects, because I realized that mentoring was something that was underdeveloped in Norway at the time. Uh, This was 2015 in America. It's huge. And I realized that with mentoring, you you hit the minority and the majority at the same time. So if you do a really good structured program, you really can make change on, you know, in on, and have domino effects in two different sort of uh, segments, yeah. And uh, so that became larger and larger. So Catalyst is a uh, is a company that uh, basically develops, uh, implements, and supports the strength-based mentor programs. And when I say strength-based, it's because when I first started Catalyst, I wanted to make sure it was a little different than just a mentor program, which is yeah. really a boring thing. So I, we use positive psychology. Uh, so the, all the meetings are structured and use methodology based on uh, either your your signature strengths or other okay. aspects yeah. of, uh, positive, uh, of positive psych- psychology. Now, this is
0: mentoring with focus on teens correct or
1: well we 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 started with youth so we started with the the target group from um, basically 13 to 30 uh, and also with uh, unaccompanied minor youth Uh, but then we've expanded because then we realized we're pretty good at mentoring so we started to do mentoring for highly skilled uh, immigrants and also mentoring for newly arrived immigrants Okay. And and now we have also been working uh, with Oslo University Hospital for on a three-year research project. Uh, So we've developed our own digital. Uh, presence that supports uh, or platform that supports uh, mentoring. But okay. so that's been spin, spinned off into Catalyst Technology, which is a for-profit okay. organization.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So it's a, a long, long story. So basically, I have two companies, which is not an ideal situation. <laughs> <laughs> been One there, been there,
0: done that, and uh, oh, got real uh, tired. <laughs>
1: Yeah, focus, focus, focus. <laughs> yes, but it's uh, but but it's so fun. And now we're we're doing like the the latest thing we've been doing is a reverse mentoring, uh, uh-huh. where we where we've actually it's together with Deloitte, which is a big consulting uh, company, and so all their not all, but it's some they've gotten together partners and senior managers and directors, and we've gone out and found uh, immigrant uh, students that are going to be their mentors. I see. Okay. And the goal being yeah. is they're going to help these uh, this uh, the, the Deloitte uh, employees figure out how to be more inclusive yeah, wow. and to have okay. Deloitte as a more inclusive workplace. We're, we're, we just started and uh, the, the launch is actually on Tuesday next week. Yeah.
0: Congratulations. So, so we're, yeah. We're,
1: yeah, we're experts at mentoring and sort of uh, tailoring it to, to companies
0: and- uh, That's and some real meaningful work.
1: Oh, it's uh, I love my job. I I feel so privileged to be able to do. Uh,
0: now to you do are this. the C, you are the CEO, right? Yeah, and but I how, founded
1: both. But but how yeah.
0: often do you get boots on the ground? Are you are you locked into the office because you're at the top or? <laughs> that's a good.
1: I think uh, actually this reverse mentoring, I'm boots on the ground. Okay, I, I yeah. like to dip my fingers in, uh, good, good. but 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 unfortunately, um, I mean, I, I was up to 12 employees. Now we're down to six, uh, but that's also because we've, we've sort of re-rigged where we are, our okay. presence. So we're in Oslo and Bergen. Um, and I find it important to get, to get my feet wet. Yes, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and it's, well, that's where, you're gonna learn the that's where you're going to learn the most.
0: That's where you're going to learn the most. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: And I learned, you know, and I have obviously tons of, uh, or not tons, or just lots of really clever millennials uh, that are yeah. exceptionally intelligent and very passionate about. Mentoring.
0: I tell you, uh, millennials get a bad rap, but there are so mm, many of them who are exactly what you said. They're very passionate. They're very oh, focused. You know, when they when uh, they go in for something, when they go in for a cause, they're there. And they're this is in. cause. They're this is cause-based yeah. work. You know, this whole thing uh, with mm, mentoring mm, and, and smoothing the path to mm, integration mm, and, inclu- mm. and inclusiveness. It sounds like you're doing some important work. No, it's
1: uh, it's most it's very very meaningful. Yeah. i I can't complain
0: well i'm glad to i'm glad to see and to hear that you are enjoying what you do i just want to tell you um as as we wind this up uh thank you so much for coming on you are i think i told you this before um you talk about mentoring you have Mm. mentored me without even trying to because as i say from the very first time i started seeing you on tv i look to you as an example on how to uh, you know how to touch the issues how to bring mm, people to mm, that discussion mm. about the issues it's very important work and you know whether it's mm. more minority men or more non- minority women either way more of us need to be doing this kind of work we need Absolutely. to be we need to Absolutely. be visual uh, we need to be mm. seen and heard in the media picture here in Norway, mm. and you mm. have for me anyway paved the mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. you're you're you oh, are the that's... example that i look to and mm-hmm. that comes from the heart so i thank you for that yeah
1: no i, I thank you for this opportunity I, and I, I welcome you to this arena i think it's uh, it's an important arena to be in and uh you know and may we see each other
0: often yeah. oh absolutely hey, we're friends mm-hmm. now now mm-hmm. we know each other absolutely, so. absolutely. <laughs> and then now we just have to do it in person yes that would be <laughs> yes you know have you gotten the vaccine yet No, No, not yet. But I I did the Uh, sign up thing online and all that stuff. So I'm guessing any day now they'll be calling me in. But, you know, when things settle down, when when COVID isn't the issue that it is today, we will have the opportunity to sit down and break bread and and introduce our families and and and, that would uh, be lovely. Yeah. So, So let's just plan on that happening
1: absolutely absolutely. Thank Lisa you Cooper. So much,
0: John. Lisa Cooper you have a place on this podcast anytime you want to come mm. on and chit chat anything mm. you need to promote uh, you have a place to do it here so I want to thank you so much thank you
1: John okay. thank stick, you. A, stick around
0: for a second here as I uh, say something to my listeners um, Okay. Th- thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the coming on podcast with John Allen um, if you want to get a hold of me you can get me at johnallenpod.com that's J-O-H-N-A-L-A-N P-O-D dot com. Please um, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Um, Keep listening. Keep commenting. And uh, we'll see you again. Bye, everybody.